from your presence. Listen to what the Bible says, Psalms 139, verse 7 to 12. David paused and asked this question. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely, the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me. Even the darkness will not be dark to you. That night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. Well, that scripture and the video that you have seen there is, it tells us, instead of running away from God, run towards God. Be like a child. See, when a child is growing and he makes a mistake or he's in pain and he was playing outside and he hurt uh, him or herself, he doesn't run away. He runs home. Why? Because, you know, it's only at home that there is safety and there is someone to care for them and to love them and to forgive them. So the topic for today is how deep is the Father's love to us? And the first person to read us the scripture is none other than C.J. To read for us John 15 and verse 13. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. Amen. Amen. So, as we refer to the video, we saw one time the young man that was running away, he did a favor to his friend. And his friend promised that the day you will need me, I'll be there for you. So that time came when he was running based on what he did that we don't know. He tried to call the friend and the, the friend Seems like he didn't want to pick up the phone, so he went to his house, knocked the door, and explained to the friend what he was going through. Instead of his friend helping him, what he did, he punched him and left him outside and he locked his door. But the Bible here says in John 15, 13, that greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. That is to say, People may promise you something, but they can change their mind anytime. But the good part is we don't need to rely on people. We can put our trust in God because God has said and he has promised us that he'll never leave us nor forsake us. So we have a place that we can run to. If friends have failed you, I have situation where friends have failed me. I've also failed my friends because as human, we have limitation. I had promised one thing, but never fulfilled the same thing. I would go to my friends. They promised me one thing. Some of them even swear only to go behind you and stab you and leave you bleeding for death. But the good part is when we run to God, he has open arms. Can somebody tell me this story, which uh, I want to see if those who can be able to remember, which parable that this story reminds of, remind you of? Anyone? A prodigal son. Very good. Awesome. It reminds us of the prodigal son. 
the prodigal son, when he ran and after spending everything, when he came back home, still the love of his father was as great as it was. Even this much, this time it was even more because he was always thinking toward his son, he was always focusing toward that direction of the road. And this time when he saw him, he said, clean him up. He even gave him his own ring to show him that he's still required and he has not yet lost his authority and is still an inheritance in the house. <clears throat> That's what happened when we come to God. Don't run away from God. Run towards God. Amen. Amen. So, Deborah, you're going to read for us John 3 and verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, so whoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Awesome. Good. And see, now you remember it because that's a scripture that we all know. But the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That is to say, you can't tell somebody that you love without an action. The moment you say, as far as God is concerned, he said, for God so loved the world. So what did he do? He gave. He prepared a way. He gave his only begotten son. Why? Because he knew in our own condition of sin, there is no way we would have gone back to him. So he had to give his son as a substitute for us. And he said, whoever will believe in his son will not perish, but have everlasting love. That is to say, God loves you so much that there is nothing you can do to change his love. You may upset his heart, just like any father. I'm blessed with my wife. We have three children. We love them equally. If one of them, if we tell one of them to do something and he doesn't do that, he doesn't do it, it will upset us as parents. But that does not diminish the love. He still come back home. We still help you. But he comes and ask for forgiveness. The love is still there. Our God is even more because our God says he loved each and every one of us so much so that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him, it doesn't matter the color, it doesn't matter the race, it doesn't matter where you come from. He says all what he requires from us is belief. I always tell people, one of the things that will take people to hell is not the devil. It's the unbelief. Unbelief is what will take people. Yeah. It's not that God did not open a way. It's not even the devil. It's unbelief. Because if you don't believe in God, there's nothing much you can do. Because the Bible says with your heart we believe and with your mouth we confess. You cannot confess if you don't believe. So, to anyone who has run away or like the prodigal son or you feel in your heart you have lost the way, the arms of God are still open for you. You can always come back home. Leanne, please read for us Isaiah 53, verse 4 and 5. Surely he took up our pain and bore our sufferings, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and but he was pierced for our transgressions and pledged for our iniquities. iniquities. The, the punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. 
Amen. Thank you so much. Now here, we see now it's progressing. God began by saying that he loved each and every one of us, and he gave his only son. So what did the son do in order to redeem us back to God? The Bible says he went through suffering. He paid the pain by going through the pain. Isaiah 53, verse 4 and 5 that Leanne has just read, it put a clear picture. You can vividly see him. Because the Bible says he took up our pain and bore our suffering. That is to say, we were the people who were supposed to go through it. But he took it in our place. He took the place he gave us his innocence. He took our pain, our guilt, and then he substituted it with his love. He, that scripture described exactly the price that he paid. How he was stricken and afflicted how he was rejected, how he was peered, how he was crushed for iniquities, you know. But toward the end, the Bible says that punishment was not in vain. It was to give us the peace that we need and also <coughs> to heal our wounds as a result of the sin, as a result of the things that you have gone through when we were sinners. What am I trying to say? God did not just say, I love you, and stopped. He gave us his only son. And the son did just come up here to say, here I am. No, no, no. He came and paid the price. He died for you and me. Going back to the scripture, the Bible says, whoever believes in him should not perish, but have the everlasting love. Here we see two pictures. One of them, the first gentleman depicted the devil, the old nature that he was trying to tell him, I knew you would come back. Why? Because you can't go anywhere because I own you. But the next person here, when he came over to talk to the gentleman, the first thing that he said was, I forgive you. That is not true what the devil said, I forgive you. And then I was like, oh, he's just forgiving you now. Then later he won't. But he said, no, 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 I'll forgive you even you make how many mistakes because I'm your dad. The same thing, God is our daddy. He has promised by giving us the, his only begotten son. Now he put us in the same class as his son. And he said, whoever believes in him, you're in the same class and you are forgiven. That's why John 1, 11 says, he came to his own and to his own receiving what? Verse 12 of John chapter 1, verse 12, he says, but as many as receive him, he gave them the power to be children of God. So God has given you that power to be called his son. Benjamin, please read for us okay. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 to 5. We're almost there. Okay. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 to 5, which says, okay. Let me Once that. you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins, to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way, found that passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we are subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. But God is so rich in mercy, and he loved us so much that even though we're dead because of our sins, he gave us life when, we, when he raised Christ from the dead. 
It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Benjamin. I want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about how deep is the love, is the Father's love to, towards us. Here we see a clear picture of what happened. It described who we were before then and how when Jesus had to pay the price and died, he didn't stay on the grave. If he had stayed on the grave, him and any other religious person that started his or her religion, they will be on the same level. But the difference is God rose him from the dead. He didn't just leave him there. He made sure he resurrected so that his kingdom, so that his gospel is reality. His gospel can be experienced because when you receive Christ, it's not a religion. It's a person that you experience. It's a new life. It's not something that you are born into a religion. No, no, no. It's a life that you are born into. Just like the way you feel somebody, you can feel his love. You can feel his protection. It's real. This is not fake. And God had to prove that by allowing him to die and also proving our situation that without him, we were dead in our transgression and sins. That is to say, no one, it doesn't matter how good you are. As long as you are born of a woman without Christ, you are still dead and in your in and dead in your transgression. It doesn't matter whether you don't curse, how you treat people well. Outside God, when he looks at you, he sees you as a sinner. That's why he opened this way for us. We can always come back to God. Come back home. God is beckoning you. I don't care what has happened or what you do. Nothing can can overcome the work of Christ or the blood of Jesus or what he did to you. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a loving father that who calls us, who expects each and every one of us to come to him. Even when things seem not to work the way you intended, come back home. It's only at home where you're secure, you can be natured, you can be loved, and you can be protected. So, God has already opened an opportunity for each and every one of us. Now, let's hear what he says in Psalms 103, verse 8. Do we have Solomon? Please read for us. Solomon? Yes, I'm here. The Lord is, the Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. Amen. Thank you so much, Solomon. Here we see the Bible says the Lord is compassionate and gracious slow to anger and abounding in love. In other words, God is so patient with each and every one of us. <coughs> there are those people that have been praying, and I don't know if you're like me, the more you pray for them, the more they get worse. Looks like they don't change. Don't worry. Keep praying. Thank God for them. The Bible says, in God's time, he created all things beautiful. And he says, the Lord shall wait that he may be gracious to you. One thing that God has for us, because he's the one that created all human, even though he's the father of the redeemed, is compassionate and is always gracious and is also slow to anger and abounding in love. The Bible says the desire of God is that none may perish, but all may come to repentance. Let's let that is the good news. That is the foundation of the good news. That's why we call it the gospel. Because all the other religions, they have 
a certain limit. If you keep in doing what you are doing and you, they keep telling you and you're not changing, they will kick you out. But here we hear the word the Bible says. The love of God. The Lord is compassionate and gracious. Just like the prodigal son. He waited. Even though he came broke, he still received him and even gave him more. Why? Because he loved each and every one of us. And his love is abounding. We can't finish it. Amen. That's why I love God. Graylon, please read for us Jeremiah 31 and verse 3. Jeremiah 31 verse 3. The Lord appeared of old to me, saying, Yes, (laughs) I have loved you. With an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. Amen. Thank you. That was dramatic. (laughs) I love that. You see here, we are talking about how deep is the Father's love to us. Here is the key, Jeremiah 31 and 3. Thank you so much, uh, Pastor Graylon. He says very well, the Lord appeared to us in the past. He has appeared to you. Just like he appeared to you in the past, he has appeared to you even present saying I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. That's how kind our God is to you and I. Ladies and gentlemen, let's stay and continue to trust God because God has a plan for each and every one of us. And in closing for us, do you have a money? Read for us Ephesians Chapter 3, verse 14 and 19, please. For that reason, therefore, what do we need to do? For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives derives its name. I pray out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his Holy Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted in, established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to measure of all the fullness of God. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. That was awesome. You see, Paul here, come and give us now a summary. Knowing what God has done. Remember, we are talking, the topic for today is how deep is the Father's love toward us. Knowing of what God has done, not only did he first love us when we were not loving, even when we were sin and transgression, not only did he give his only begotten son, not only did he allow his son to go through the penalty of death for us to be redeemed. He comes here, not only does he also love us with unbounding love and kindness. When Paul was thinking of those things, we all know Paul. Before he became Paul, he was Saul. He killed all, he killed the believers. He made sure that they were tortured. But when he was changed, because he was working and operating under the law, When he was transformed, he became Paul the apologist from Saul the antagonist. Now, when he thought of what God did to him and how he forgave him, he had no choice but to kneel down and to lift up his hand and to say, for this reason, I kneel before the Father. 
from whom heavenly uh, father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derive its name i pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner man so that christ may dwell in your heart through faith i pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of god that is how vast the love of god has for us this is a good prayer to be praying every day to your family and even to one another there is nothing that you can do god has paid everything there is no height there is nothing that can separate you from the love of god i want you to know the love of god is still there god loves each and every one of us so how deep is the father's love to us as far as the heaven is from the earth so is his love toward us i pray today may we always be found in love with god and just like the video that we saw that young man after running realizing after running all that he can't hide he went back and he, he was embraced by his daddy just like the prodigal son when he came back the father did not remind him of what he did but rather he embraced him and he had an opportunity to start again may the lord bless you and keep you i pray that god may embrace even at this moment of prayer and fasting and help you even maybe some of you have tried you can't that's no you keep try whatever god will help you even if it's a day or two keep doing it because i want you to know the love of god that he has shed for us there is nothing that can separate us from it today we are not going to have the kahoot unfortunately but next time we'll make sure we do have so keep praying for us and with us and for that reason therefore we are going to wind up if anyone has a prayer if not we are going to wind up i have okay tell us yeah, pastor zion just turned <coughs> today okay god for him he's here he wanted to say his name hi zion mhm yeah it's some chapter 1 some chapter 1 is this person really works okay
That is amazing. Amen. <laughs> you were saying Psalm chapter one. Bless this. Yeah, name. I had it. The whole of it. That is amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Happy you so much, Pastor Zion. Good job. <laughs> He was wanted to sing birthday. They wanted to sing happy birthday to him. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy Happy birthday, desire. That is awesome. Anybody else? Um, yes, Mr. I can see someone lifting up his hand. Yeah, Mr. Sakura. Okay, go ahead. Hello. Hello. Yes, I'm Kipruta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm from Eldoret, Kenya. Hey, man. Yes, and and Nikoshule Tampa, Saint Leo University. Oh, nice! Yes, I'm doing a master's in computer science. Awesome! And, yeah, and right now Nikona, the family of Sakuda. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, they have been my parents over here. Amen. Yes, yes. So Nikona wasalamia. Asante sana tumeshukuru my brother and tujuane pia ni vizuri kujuana katika nyumba mwa Mungu Amen Yes yes Karibu sana asante sana tunashukuru kwa kusalimia Mungu akubariki na umekaribishwa anytime Asante sana nashukuru pia sana God bless you so much God bless you tunaomba very soon tutaweza kuonana wote pamoja God bless you keep up the good work Okay, thank you so much. You're most welcome. Okay, thank you. Anybody else? I got a testimony of kid and akusema kabla tumalize. Anybody else? Don't be shy. Hata kusalimia watu wa Mungu ni sawa. Amani ya Bwana. Amani ya Bwana inueni moyo. Haya, kama kuna so we shall all share together good uh, goodness and mercy. Shall we all share together? And surely goodness and mercy Amen. God bless you so much. Let's meet next Saturday. Oh, thank you for the best week. Yes. Amen. Oh, God, 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 oh, God
Amen. God bless you and keep you. May the Lord continue to shine his face upon you and be gracious to you. Shalom, peace, and life to you all. And always remember, Jesus is Lord over your life. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. Love you all. Amen. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful weekend. Amen. Thank you. Let's visit the old again. Yes. Well, 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 well
strong. God bless you all. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. God bless you.